Today's episode of the Four Finger Podcast is brought to you by Gigantic Recording Company. What a great company, Jerry. Yeah, absolutely love them. Unreal. Yeah, and what what it, what it does, Leo, because uh, you clearly know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, you send in a demo. These guys play all the instruments. They send you back an instrumental. You track your keeper vocals, and uh, then they mix and master it for you. It's all done via satellite and emails. And, GPS. Uh, G- uh, <laughs> technology that I personally don't understand. Um, I've Googled it. I've tried. Um, but yeah, it's a really great way. Great way. Like uh, You don't have a band, but you have some great song ideas. Um, I heard that they had this girl just send them a like vocal idea like to a click you know uh but she had all the ideas to how to sing it but she didn't have the chords or how the music and they just like did everything and wow. now she has this like finished song that's unreal yeah the the song making process is not easy Jerry. it's not uh and not everyone you know maybe you live in some uh little town or maybe you live in a big city but you're not a, a you know you're not gonna meet people yeah maybe your rent in new york is way too high <laughs> yeah. to be to be hanging out with friends maybe you're wondering why you moved there in the first place <laughs> <laughs> uh, but be that as it may uh yeah these it's it's a great opportunity to get uh your original music knocked out by some really great musicians right and, uh, we put our stamp of approval on it totally and they're touring cats they're playing yep. out yep they're really doing the thing yeah and it's uh i mean at the other day you get a for a flat rate you get a finished song totally and, uh, and the turnaround time is decent yeah like six weeks yeah give or take crazy if, if everybody's on the ball awesome and uh, now do they like they definitely do multiple genres obviously yeah yeah no, I, I saw some of the stuff they're putting out it's like everything from like nine inch nails vibes to like you know chill indie rock right. and singer songwriter kind of everything in between yeah, that's great. So yeah, if you have the capability to like track some vocals at your pad, or if you don't, don't let that sway you because uh, you could always just find a studio to rent out for like an hour, cut your vocals. Yeah. Uh, but that's way cheaper than renting like a week to do a whole band. Totally. You know. So yeah, it's a really, really great Econo way, um, and, and it keeps in with our DIY spirit. Yeah, of for like, sure. You know, power, power in the hands of the people to put out some rad music in a time of uncertainty, Jer. Yeah. Reach These are out. uncertain. To gigantic. I can't. I can remember no more certain times. <laughs> uh, well, one thing is certain, Leo. It's a great deal. <laughs> it's a great deal. <laughs> well, we have a, a special offer to yeah. to offer all of our listeners. Yeah, on I just the Four uh, someone podcast. just handed us this info. Yeah. Um, so if you hit them up, uh, which is they're on the Instagram at Gigantic Recording Co. And they're also Gigantic Recording Co. at gmail.com. Is that correct? I think it's correct. Um, if you tell them Four Fingers sent you and use password Four Finger Records, you get 10% off. Whoa. It's a hell of a deal. Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's 10 cents on the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, gas and yada, yada, inflation. You save all you can these days, people. <laughs> so yeah, hit up our good friends at Gigantic Recording Company. Um, tell them we sent you and make some rad music. Woo, Four woo, Finger woo. Discount Deal. Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. It's happening, Jerry. Yeah, happy to be here. Um, this is Four Finger Records Radio, or whatever the hell we call it. 
Um, <laughs> as always, uh, we are your hosts. Uh, I'm Jeremy Radio. Spaceman Solis over here. Woo. Good to see you, Leo. Chair. We're coming to you live from uh, Leo's killer studio, Spaceland. Just the world famous Spaceland. Yep. <laughs> out of Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here bringing down the property value. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're starting to be doing this again. Uh, obviously, it's been a crazy few years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the main thing we love to do is like throwing shows and right. doing cool stuff in the scene and documenting the Charlotte music scene, our little corner of it. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, COVID happened and we all <laughs> jobs and babies and new dogs. And <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and it's quick. Uh, but there, it seems like there's been a little hope in the air lately. And there has uh, been a lot more shows coming up. Uh, just the, the scenes like really kind of. Feels like it's coming back to where it was. Yeah, and oh. we hope it's the same for you listeners out there in the ether. Yeah, been lots of. I mean, some of my favorite local bands like you know Pullover Petrov. Right. Uh, they've all been playing a ton again. Totally. Like, um, I'm very very grateful that you know we lost some cool stuff, some cool businesses during all the yeah. shutdowns, but we didn't lose any uh, music venues as far as I know. Yeah, there there really hasn't been any in in Charlotte. I'm sure yeah. you know. Across oh, across yeah. the country and the world. No, there were some bummer losses. Banner <laughs> yeah. Theater was a local one that was a real yeah. heartbreaker. Uh, but, you know, we still got the Viz, the Milestone, the Muse. Right. Snug and Petra's and Tommy's all made they it. They did and, it. And it's so awesome. It's crazy. That would have been such a heartbreaker. Yeah. They, I can't believe I mean, working all those rooms, it's just like I'm so thankful. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in those rooms. I mean, right. you have as well. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, when I tell people why, one of the many reasons why we have such a great scene in Charlotte is we have rad rooms that give bands a shot. Right. You know? Totally. Like, uh, if you just started and you got five pretty good songs, Tommy's right. will let you play. Yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> yeah, Joe fun. will, like, listen to your stuff. Yeah. Like, the muse is given. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for the evening music. He would Joe. give you the best intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a heaven and I get there, and I've said this joke a million times, maybe not on the show, though. I, I hope that I hear Joe Joe from the Muse announce me as I walk in, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> we're all we're as shocked as you are. Welcome to heaven, Jeremy Radio. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Yeah. We if really you don't do. get that joke, go to the Evening Muse uh, yeah. because it's the best. And, uh, I think they may have like some live stream stuff too online. Right? Yeah. So I think you know a lot of people adapted during all this and. Um, there's the Queen City streams is going on at the Neighborhood Theater, which again, super, super glad that's still kicking. Um, and, but the Muse invested hard into all this streaming stuff. Yeah, totally. They got a killer setup now. I love it. So it kept them like with something to do. Right. But now, after the fact, whenever you have a show there, I think for a little extra, you can yeah. like pay for them to set that up. Live, and it's pretty cheap too. I think like a live track stream, it, set. Uh, yeah, track and video your whole set yeah. and like bounce it down for you, so um, you get amazing. like. A YouTube video out of it totally. or a whole concert potentially get you a Joe. Yeah, <laughs> we all need a Joe in our life. <laughs> yeah, and if and if you don't have a Joe, you 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 can find one. Yeah, Craigslist. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what is <the> misconnections? <laughs> no, those I, are always the doozy. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of jobs, I, I, I had to work some, uh, or I get to, I should say, uh, I work a little bit at Noble Records. Yeah, and Matthew's great shop. Um transitioning to my <laughs> role as grumpy record store employee that i always thought i would be um but uh he got this collection of a bunch of heavy metal magazines from the 80s 
that are truly incredible nice. you know like the cover is like so and so quit siren maiden or you know yeah. like <laughs> it's like people magazine for hair metal <laughs> but there's a misconnections in the back no of it way. and like there's a misconnections in one and there's like a um i don't know like dating that's st- amazing like, <laughs> like men seeking men <laughs> like a, it was a obituary yeah <laughs> <laughs> They probably will be now. <laughs> um, but there are so many like hard, hard rocking shredder looking for total babe. Must be blonde and six foot. Must love Judas Priest. Here's my address. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, and they would just show up. I, guess, I don't know what you yeah, do with that. I guess like, you write a letter. Like, uh, Hello. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> there was one. It's like. Uh, thrasher girl looking for a metal guy. It was like her PO box. I was like, oh, that poor girl oh, just forgot. Yeah, uh, oh, an no. avalanche oh, no. <laughs> of respondents. I'm sure. Oh, it's just Tommy Lee Jones opens the door. <laughs> like you were at the Slayer show, blonde hair. Me, shy guy in the corner. Oh, <laughs> did we exchange God. glances? That's hilarious. And they're all from like the 80s. Probably. Oh yeah, it's like 82, 83. Oh, I was God. carving Slayer into my arm. I think oh, he winked at me. <laughs> That's not true, but that would be. I'm sure. I actually that's happened. Uh, that's amazing. So anyway, yeah, uh, misconnections. Buddy Trail number one. No, was pretty good. That. that was a good bit though. That was I think good. we got some laughs for that yeah. one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you you've been at Noble. Yeah, it's been great, man. Um, I had uh, a few random odd jobs. Yeah. Throughout all this, um, now very for lots of reasons, just very grateful that music's picking back right, up, and because sure. you know pre-COVID, uh, that was how. We're we're both been road dogs and right. stuff for a long time, but um you know, obviously hit the wall and there was nothing. So I was helping a uh this fellow in Charlotte named JT sell comics or mostly organize his massive comic book collection that he was selling yeah. online. Um and at shows and stuff, and that was a lot of fun. Um he would just be in the corner just like working a bong and blasting bad brains and I'm organizing Batman comics. I was slinging papers for the Queen City Nerve. All right. Um Killer guys, love yeah, the paper. Yeah, totally. like, they've been good to us too. Yeah, um, for sure. A lot of love for those boys. Um, and then I was also a few days a week at Noble Records. Yeah, which uh, Dylan is crushing, man. Yeah, man, great. He's if so you're around the area, uh, he's right outside of Charlotte. Matthews, like right across the line. Um, yeah. But such a killer shop, and uh, he has this huge YouTube channel right. following. Uh, so. You, just pop in Noble Records on YouTube and he'll come. He's got a big beard. Um, yeah. He's had me on a few videos and I'm as charming as always. Uh, <laughs> I had to stop looking at the comments though because if you ever want to feel bad about yourself, put something on YouTube because they really, it's like uh, the way teenagers can yeah. just like pick out your biggest flaw and oh God, yeah. make you feel bad about yeah. it. That's how every comment is. I mean, I don't I don't want to ever relive public school. No, I looked at it for like one day and I was like, I can't do this anymore. What's hilarious is that we'll be on tour and we've done a couple um since covid um and we'll be in columbus ohio per se and you know we're having a drink maybe having some dinner and then you'll have somebody come up and be like hey are you the guy in that video you know the the noble records right i get recognized (laughs) all across the country for being in like two noble record videos and my anytime someone's like Hey, are you the guy? My ego immediately perks up. Like, yeah, I'm the guy from Thousand Dollar Movie. <laughs> but nope, nope. It's a hard, fast, it's always like, crashed were, earth. <laughs> I went to a record store in Houston on this tour we did in November, and uh, I walk in the door. He's like, the guy's like, Hey, I know you. I was like, Oh yeah, because we're playing a show down the street. Right. So 
again, I'm like, oh, maybe a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, you're a, he posts you on the noble Instagram all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I love it. It's, it, it's actually really cool though. Cause I mean, oh, it's, awesome. it's a super small town. I mean, not, well, how many of you guys know Matthews, North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. See nobody. Yeah, crickets. <laughs> um, and like, you know, Dylan's like one of the harder working right. cats in the industry and he loves it. I mean, just, you know, following him and yeah. um, he eats, sleeps and breathes it. Totally. And because of his channel, he gets a lot of people like, hey, my cool uncle was a DJ for his right. entire life. He just passed away. Right. He's got 10,000 records. Right. I found your channel. I thought maybe yeah. you'd be interested. And he's like, and he's really like honest with him and fair. Right. But he gets these incredible oh, like, awesome. collections for it. So don't give away all of his business. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Step one, start a massive YouTube channel. Step yeah. two, sit back and watch the profits. <laughs> and then hire Jeremy to work yeah. it. <laughs> it's that easy, people. Like Kim Kardashian say, <laughs> no one wants to work anymore. <laughs> it's so easy, Leo. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so yeah, I was doing that, and then um, yeah, music stuff, studio stuff's been like picking yeah. up, which is great. So I'm still at Noble like a day a week, which is uh, is really it's fun. Right. Gets me out of the house. It's fun. I get. Yeah. I usually just spend all my money on records there, but I mean, we there's probably count, countless of stories of our friends just picking up work and yeah. trying to figure out how to how to keep doing art and music and. Yeah. You know, just even a lot of different artists in town, you know, people that do ceramics or like, you know, your wife, who yep. is a killer uh, blacksmith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings. Anytime I look yeah. out the window from my studio, <laughs> she's just hammering metal away. Just pouring lava. <laughs> <laughs> I always make the joke like, uh, she hates metal music, so I always make some kind of joke with that. <laughs> you can imagine. There's a little yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> She doesn't think they're funny. Yeah, no. There's no Slayer Lost Connection video. Or, right. uh, <laughs> magazines. <laughs> um, yeah, I asked her to make me a suit of armor so I could start a death metal band. But <laughs> yet to be resolved. Um, but uh, yeah, but you know, when people are like, oh, what's Four Finger Bread to? It's like, man, everybody's like, you know, it's not super safe throwing shows yet. And right. We all just been working. But uh, we've both been putting out music. Yep. Though, and, you know, and during it, we did some great, those great COVID, compil- uh, the quarantine compilations. Yeah, which were so much fun. I mean, yeah. just even listening back, I mean, God, that was almost it's over a year ago yeah and this is the first podcast that we've done in a long time right yeah i think it's the end of 2020 we did one and put it up on youtube um but yeah so i I think we probably touched on that then but yeah we did the the compilations were great and it kind of kept like the spirit of what we're doing it's like hey record at home let's do a song right um but yeah so you know everybody's been kind of having their stuff going on but like in the middle of that like you know solis did yeah been working on some stuff uh my band thousand movies put out some singles yeah Um, totally but uh, so we just played Columbia last night. It's awesome. Uh, first time there, I was opening for Ben Walker, who's local legend, Woo! big fan. Um, and uh, what a sweetie! Oh, he's the best. Um, if you don't know Ben, get, yeah, get you a Ben. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but he's Ben Walker Radio on uh on uh, all the streaming things, like oh, really great awesome. songs. Um, but it's our first time playing New Brooklyn Tavern. I grew up going there, so yeah. it's really special. It's awesome, and uh, we killed it. So great. <laughs> it was just like a great, like really kind crowd. They're really into what we do, which is like, you know, maybe not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I was, I was very appreciative, and uh, yeah, yeah, just had a blast. I'm, I'm recovering from that still. And uh, you have um, <laughs> another show coming up. Yeah. So the 29th of uh, March, 2022. Uh, t- uh, it's a Tuesday. We're at Snug Harbor. 
And we're opening for a band called Missive, yeah. which is a new project featuring Mike Watt on bass. Who's, uh, if you've ever spoken to me for more than five minutes, I've quoted him. <laughs> uh, one of my all-time heroes. And um, yeah, so stoked to get to meet him. I've awesome. met him briefly once at a Dinosaur Junior show. Yeah. Uh, but like to get a, get an open for him, I, totally. I, I'm really stoked. And I think his fans would dig what we do. So sure. it's going to be uh, really fun. I don't think we've played Snug Harbor yet either, actually. Uh, Not that you guys have. So that's going to be a good time. Um, Another great room that's Yeah, so glad. Cooking. I mean, there was a moment there we thought. There was like a lot of rumors like, oh, yeah, we heard so-and-so's not making it, so-and-so's not making it. Right. That's what I said at New Brooklyn last night, too. I was like, uh, really happy to be here. I just want to say, like, you know, so glad New Brooklyn made it through all this. For like, sure. I can't imagine, like, Carolina music scene without that place. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's a really important room, and I've seen most of my favorite bands there. So yeah, it, was, it was a blast, but really stoked for the 29th. So if you're listening to this yeah. before then, uh, come out. We got to... Um, got some new songs and it's been a real yeah. treat. What have you been up to, Leah? Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little <laughs> bit of that. It's crazy. It's just like I always, I like to say that I'm a pro surfer in the in the freelance world. Yeah, I like that. You, you have to really know how to ride waves. Yeah, and like it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, it is not. Because <laughs> when you know you have a mortgage and you have a baby, yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's definitely um, a scary place to be in. But, um. Work has been crazy, yeah. killer. Um, mm. you, I can't keep up. I'm double, triple booked. That's awesome. And it just—it's opening up a whole lot of, you know, discussions about businesses and opportunities, and, and you mm. know, it's just mainly just grateful to like, you know, being in this industry for over a decade. Right. Having the the craziest year, I think that everyone in the music industry has ever experienced. Um, especially if you're independent and um you're self-funded right yeah and um you know and you're an indie band in a small part of the country um so yeah it's been it's been wild um had a baby yeah He's awesome. Um, I can I be honest guy. with you? Yeah, totally. I don't typically not a baby guy, <laughs> but I like Rumi a lot. Yeah, I'm not just saying you. that. <laughs> I think because Rumi likes me a lot. Yeah. It makes me like him a lot. Yeah, well, I, for, I think that's true for most people. I meet <laughs> if you don't light up when yeah. I walk in a room, I don't have no time for you. <laughs> Put that in the YouTube comments. Oh, <laughs> uh, Remy's great. He's uh, he's a little under two years old now, yeah. which is bizarre to think of. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, Kelly and I found out we were pregnant um, two weeks before the shutdown. Yeah, uh, which brought all sorts of emotion oh, um, i know because that was scary enough for like any of us but yeah. like then it's like oh yeah by the way you're having a kid <laughs> <laughs> you know kelly and i've been married 10 years at that point so it was like you know um i i think i do i i averaged about 100 shows a year on right. the road mm-hmm. so it was definitely like one of those moments where it was like whoa this is happening this year yeah and um i get to be home for it yeah you know it's really cool which was bizarre to yeah. say but right. that also brings a lot of <laughs> pain and because it's like my career is over yeah you know and no we've had we had that conversation a bunch during this dude, you know. it was just you know the the high highs and the low lows and yeah. the the big waves and the small waves and, and then suddenly like, it was just a lake <laughs> totally yeah i mean it was just like <laughs> a little pond you know um but it's it's been a lot of fun, man. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Just crazy. And then just trying to figure out, you know, I have a lot of respect for creatives in general um, because mm-hmm. to be a creative 
and to be true to your art and to be honest with yourself when you know when you're putting out stuff it's the scariest thing when you put out a song absolutely i'm uh a freaking ball of emotion Dude, i bust out in hives i know we, <laughs> we just put out a song on friday and like i seriously like as soon as it was live and i did the post about it i like curled up on the couch <laughs> totally yeah and, it, and it's just like the the that's hard that's hard enough on a psychological level yeah and then um and then you you add all the responsibilities of your day-to-day life and i have a lot of respect for dylan over at noble because yeah. he he is one of those guys that like you you can just see him and he's you know up at three or four a.m right clocking in making his business uh successful right in his mind and and making it a reality yeah and along his responsibilities that are not easy you know he's he's like really kind of treading you know right yeah i mean like to own a business like that and be a parent like he is it's like you just got to eat sleep and breathe a bit like you know it's like people like what are your hobbies is like pricing records yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then listening to records while i price records yeah you know like you don't have time to like go out to shows or like go to hornets games you know (laughs) know. yeah uh, but that's why it's such a great spot, you know. For but sure. yeah, it's a no. Yeah, exactly. Just being it's a like, creative in general, I think, it, like going through a global pandemic, you know, kind of puts the, you know, it kind of weeds out. Yeah. A lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the, I don't know. Um, we we we've thought about a lot. Yeah, I will say. Well, yeah, and I think it, we had a lot of posers because it's like, oh, COVID happened. Like everybody started a podcast, right? You know, and some really great ones. Yeah, that totally. I've been really enjoying. But then also, like a lot of people probably realize, like, oh, it turns out I'm not an interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. Do totally. you guys like The Office? <laughs> yes, everybody likes The Office. You idiot. We don't need to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah. you, 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 like, you and I have done a lot of work in the music industry and we've had yeah. a lot of wild experiences if you've heard any of our podcasts and if right. you've listened to any of our road rash stories mm-hmm. um th- there are highs highs and low lows and yeah. there, there are i mean even now it's like I, I think about some of the first tours that i've done some of the first records that i've done yeah and sure there are things that i've could have i could have done differently sure you know and um and maybe i should have you know pursued those options yeah. more at the time but um i i stand here in front of you today, Jer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An honest man and right. just like grateful. Yeah, me know. too, man. No, it's like I look back, I'm like, man, it would have been cool if this worked out, or like maybe I should have done the, picked this band instead of this band right. or something. But it's like, yeah, but I ended up where I am because totally. of that. And uh and I'm having a blast, you know, since right. we started Fourfinger and all our, these other projects and really diving into the Charlotte scene the last right. you know, five, six years has been uh I mean, I've been around a lot more, but you know, I feel like more involved throwing shows more. For sure. It's been one of the my favorite things I've ever done. You know? Yeah. So if I ended up in some crappy major label synth band, yeah. you know, that <laughs> totally. And like maybe I wouldn't be doing all that. Maybe yeah. I would have a, a dumber haircut and, you know, <laughs> an ego or something. Yeah. So no, man, it's like uh it's cool how stuff shakes out. But For sure. But yeah, these last few years shook out a lot, I think. And so mucho respect to all the creatives and artists and entrepreneurs yeah totally any capacity that like made it through and is still got the resolve to keep doing what they're doing right you know yeah and, and the pand- that pandemic really kind of brought out a lot more in uh, specifically our endeavors and like mm-hmm. and you know the people that we roll with and it's like what's really important to us you right. know and and how do we want to spend our time right and i think what has been really fulfilling for me is that like um, yeah, we have our responsibilities and we have the things that we need to take care of. Right. But at the same time, um, there is a way 
to, yeah. to pursue, not to be super cliche, but there, mm. there, there is an option if you are stuck. Yeah. You know? Right. And, um, yeah, just stoked. I mean, yeah, do, doing more shows. I mean, I'm yeah. like, I'm just like, I feel like I, I got, you know, it's just like good vibes coming back. It's like, for sure. seeing a rad show happening in Charlotte almost every night, you know, like tours. Totally. We've got to go on tour again a few months ago, which is right. the first one since COVID. Yeah. Absolute blast. Um, and it's like the year's getting booked up and it's like, yeah. stare, I'm, I'm again staring down the barrel of a calendar thinking like, how the hell am I going to pull this off? Yeah. I'm like, oh God, I haven't had this feeling <laughs> in like two years. It's my favorite. I know. Dude, <laughs> I, I live in that lane. I know. Yeah. I'm ready for it. It's again, just like, so. it releases all the, <laughs> yeah. you know. Just happy to see like bands and people I love like doing what they do again, you know, because right. like we all missed it a lot, you know. Totally. <laughs> and so the lifers can't quit so you, you do the videos you do the live streams yeah you, you know but at the end of the day we all want to be on a stage for sure and in a studio you know so yeah it's great to see all that coming back no totally and we have um we have our first show coming up yeah um at petra's world famous petra's Best. so get, glad they made it get you a petra's yeah <laughs> yeah your city sucks if it doesn't have a petra's. <laughs> sounds like they don't all do <laughs> um it's gonna be a lot of fun uh we're playing with some friends that um we we really respect and um it'll be our first show i mean our first full band show in such a long time yeah was the last one the rooftop show we did the vinyl for <sighs> yeah i mean it, but that was the, that wasn't even a full band but we i mean we yeah we definitely had a full set mm-hmm. oh yeah true um, yeah we didn't have a drummer i can't remember the the last full band show that we did as solis yeah. um which sucks you know i think it was it snug maybe but yeah it's been a long it time it could have been snug or, or maybe even Petra's. It was probably one of the Four Finger Nights. Yeah. Um, and if you came out to those, thank you. Because, I mean, we um, we really felt the love on, on those shows. Yeah, but, and we're, um, like, stoked to start doing that stuff again. Yeah, too, for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we're, we're putting a set together and yeah. playing some new songs. And, you know. Um, yeah, it's going to be sick. It's just always exciting. It's that, like. You know that gut rent, like gut punch of like this is happening. Yeah, once you, know? you once you book it and it's like, all right, now I gotta yeah. pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> the flyer's made. Yeah, you know the the, the ticket link is up. It's under ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, April eighth is a Friday yeah. night at Petra's twenty twenty two. Solis and Check sweat transfer, sweat transfer, and then yep. um, and then a couple others. We'll have a DJ out on the patio, and um, it's a Friday night, so it's not a school night. Yeah, um, come on out and 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 check us out. Um. Have you guys been working on new stuff? We have, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we like we have a folder of demos that are just like super inspired. That's awesome. We, um, you know, we're looking forward to kind of sifting through all of the the madness, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, it could be anywhere from a voice memo of a, of a piano riff to, you know, an almost finished song ready for release. So you know, just trying to figure out what works together and you know what do we want to say yeah. now, like. You got a lot of good ingredients. Yeah, totally. Like we're <laughs> we're sleep deprived now, so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it, ha- having, the, like, listening to these demos that were pre pandemic, pre uh, Remy Lotus, right? Um, <laughs> you know, they don't qu- quite hit as hard as they used to, as mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. Um, but just again, you know, trying to find that creative workflow you know like we're we're we're, we're still paddle boarding up yeah <laughs> right no that's awesome man no, I'm, I'm stoked for it to yeah. get wrapped up though exactly. when I, hear it. I think you know playing shows always kind of puts you know a fire in your ass and it's absolutely because like, like i was sitting on our last single for a few months like in the can but until i had a show booked it was like yeah okay it's time to put it out totally because yeah. I, I think 
Well, Mike Watt says it like I say. I quote him every day. Uh, <laughs> he calls everything except the show the flyer. Oh, nice. You know, so like the record is just a flyer to get people out to the shows. The music video, oh. the whatever you do. And so it's kind of that way to me. It's like, oh, I got some shows coming up. Let's put out a new song. Right. You know, and uh, and that strategy kind of works for me. We're, you know, sure. like we're a smaller band and mm-hmm. you got to use some thought into stuff. So like print new merch, put out a new song. Right. And then for a few days before the show yep. and our cluster shows, whatever. And it seems to like remind people you're a band and yeah. maybe get some new fans. And uh, so, yeah, but it's like, I felt like if I put it out before, I'm just like, I'm just going to put the song out into the ocean yeah. and hope someone finds it. It's so tough. It's yeah. like, it's hard finding that balance. Right. And it's like, every band has something that works for them like that. That, right. that seemed to have done well for us. And so I kind of stick with it, you know, but totally. Yeah. Without a show, I have, I feel like I don't have the motivation to put a song out, even if it's, right. it's done. It's mixed. Yeah. I got the art, <laughs> but I'm like, nah. right. I know. I know. We're, I mean, we're the same too. It's just like, you know, we have new merch coming, um, yeah. which we're really excited about. So we'll have that available for the show and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pop it on to the ethernet. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. I'm after. like, maybe I'll sell them all at the show and then I don't have to ship them, yeah, but I know I'm happy to ship them. <laughs> <if someone wants. laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've had a ton of people that are like, Hey, live stream it and we'll, you know, we'll pay the ticket price. Yeah. And like that, that's always great. And I love, you know, yeah. the support. And, um, that's another thing too. It's like throughout all of this, I feel like art has definitely been valued Mm -hmm. like kind of on a higher level than before yeah um so you know it's 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 encouraging to to hear the feedback of like you know yeah and i mean all the shows i mean the tour we did and even the local ones have done um with my band and with this i played some shows this uh killer all country band out of winston called crenshaw pentecostal Mm -hmm. my boys um the overall vibe has just been like people just seem so stoked to be at shows totally and i know you know that can't last forever. I know. I <laughs> or hopefully know. it does, but it's just like, <laughs> like even local shows, just like, I feel like everybody's got the biggest smile on their yeah. face. Like, oh, they're totally. so happy to be back. And like, you know, you keep hearing, like, that was my first show in two years. Right. And like, that makes me so happy. Right. You know? <laughs> well, we got to see the Rolling Stones play. Yeah. And that was like, that was real. I know. And that was one of my first shows like back. I know, me <laughs> too. Know? And we just walked up, went straight to the ticket booth and got, got the cheapest. Like, yeah, what are the I, think two? I, I think I said, uh, the two, uh, cheapest tickets, please. <laughs> <laughs> she saw us coming a mile away and knew that was coming out of your mouth. But yeah, man. So we uh, we'll play play some tunes. Yeah, I'm stoked. We have a great show. Yeah, we got a out. we we did a did an interview with um, the one and only Stephen Williams about a new thing oh, we got oh. coming up later. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, we, uh, you know, I was on the fence about it. Uh, you, no, that's not true. I'm always, I eat up attention with a spoon. So uh, the newest release on Four Finger is a thousand dollar movie. Yeah. My and so, uh, like I said, we've been sitting on this for a while and we wanted to put it out for the show coming up. Um, it's a good one, Jer. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm really proud of it. Uh, you killed it Thank you. Uh, on the guitar and keys. And um, uh, our friend Joel Willis played guitar on it and Dom on drums as always uh, we did bass and drums and some guitar live at zach looper's studio Rolora house he engineered some of that and yeah check him out we did some dubs here at my place and uh leo mix and mastered it that's right i did the art which is derpy <laughs> as always you have animation for it uh, yeah oh like, yeah God, damn. <laughs> our homie alex did like a little animated thing uh it was really cool um so yeah i really stoked on it uh so we thought we'd throw it on the show today um because uh, there's nothing wrong with self-promotion, man. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, this is uh, the new song by Thousand uh, Dollar Movie. It's called "I Can't Help But Feel Partly Responsible." Mm-hmm. 
there you have it. What a song, Jer. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's a it's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, so I'm far. I'm I'm really happy with it. Uh, where you, where in the set is that? Is that um, right now? It's we're, we're using it for the intro Ooh. and just jumping right in. Uh, and so it was, it was a lot of fun. It works. It's a good intro track. Yeah, it's a good steam, um, steamroller. It's a good long one where people don't know who we are. They start around, I was like, oh, I guess this guy isn't going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I make jokes about every night. I love seeing Unwed Sailor. I uh, was very honored to get open for them a few months ago because they're a big influence on this band if you're not familiar with them. Um, they're the better version of what you just heard. <laughs> um, but he didn't say much of anything, and yeah. I thought that was kind of cool too, but I'm like, that's not I'm kind of a jackass, so I can't really do that. <laughs> well, they also had two bass players at one point. Yeah, so right. Of course, you <laughs> would love them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did keep. I, I kept making the joke, like, "All right, if you guys know this and sing along." <laughs> but like, I think that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, like we were saying, we're kind of hitting stuff again, and so we got a lot of really great. Um, a lot of bands we're working with are yeah. working on new stuff right now. So, yep. I mean, Vest uh, just released. Yeah, Vest has a new, new single. Record. Um, it was really great. If you're not Space familiar with Man yet, Soul, yeah, check it out. Um, it's not about me. It's not. <laughs> everything kind of is. There. Um, but there's some newer bands um, working on some projects. Yeah. Uh, Siege is an artist we're a big fan of. We've known yep. for a very long time. He's been oh, a bunch CJ of, Hardy. Yeah, been a bunch of rad bands. He was in Matrimony. If you're uh, familiar with those guys, there were Charlotte Cats yep. that were touring hard for a while. And, um, and then a band called Bash. and. Yep. Was it Older Brother he was in way older back brother. in the tree Yeah, which yeah. Joe Willis, who played guitar on your single, produced and uh, engineered yeah. and mixed and that's awesome. Kind of steered that ship and they uh, opened for wild bands amazing. at Tremont back in the day, and they were all like sixteen <laughs> and they were amazing. Yeah, if you don't know Joel, I know I say this about everybody. Yeah, but um, get get into his stuff. He's he's rad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Misfits Music. That's right. Uh, so yeah, he does a lot of great recording around Charlotte as well. Like, really recommend it. Um, so yeah, Siege has been working on a full length with Leo for a while, and it's killer. Yeah, it sounds so good. Uh, he's got a single out, and he uh, the single got featured on Josh Gad's uh, yeah. Reunited podcast. Yeah, uh, which you guys haven't seen that. He like it's gets unreal, these, like great uh, cast from shows, beloved shows and yep. movies together, and they just like spiel and talk and reminisce. It's so it's cool, so cool. Um, and uh, so yeah, they have. Uh, he wrote a really a great song that was kind of on topic for it. And they used yeah. it for a video, which is really cool. It's wild um, to hear. I mean, like, I don't know. You, you see when you hear your music outside of your studio or your car, or, right? like where you've made it. I mean, like CJ wrote that song in his apartment yeah, and got it tracked at several different home studios here in town. He was working with John Hussey who plays drums for fortune teller. Yeah. Um, a couple other boys here in North Carolina. And then um, just like mixing that here in this room, and then, like, seeing the montage of, like, the original Ghostbusters, like, cast yeah. talk about, like, what that movie was like. And, like... Did they get the Star Wars cast? Dude, it was, or, like, yeah. it was, like, the Lord of the Ring guys. Yeah. And, like, the Star... So, like... Community. It was crazy. Yeah. It was so, like... Just one of those moments where it's, like, you know, CJ's doing really, really cool, like, cool shit. Yeah. And, it's, like, roll the windows down yeah. indie rock. Yeah. Uh, really great killer songwriter killer vocalist just yep. like authentic to the bone yeah and like um yeah we're i think we're lucky just to like right have like <laughs> friends that yeah 
just do not care about anything other than just like expressing themselves. Right. And then like kind of rounding up his buds. And yeah. And like doing it, you know, that's what's all. I mean, yeah. Cause at the end of the day, the thing to never lose is like, for the most part, we all got into music to just like play with our friends. Yeah. You know, and it turned into a job for some of us or like this or that, but it's right. like the greats never lose that. You totally. know? <laughs> like it's, yeah. I mean, he'll post just like this sappy thing that he wrote that day. He's just like, I just don't care. Like I just, right. I, I want to share this with you yeah. because it means a lot to me. Right. It's and, like the best baseball players never lose sight of the fact they're still just playing a game. Right. You know? Unless and you're Freddie Freeman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Looking he's, for that big check. In LA. Right, okay, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so a lot of exciting stuff. But one that we're very excited about is uh, our good friends and Jude Moses. Yeah. Um, folk, like indie folk warlords yeah. that they are. Uh, <laughs> really beautiful record in yeah. the can. It's coming out on Earth Day, which I think is uh, April 22nd. Make sure you recycle that day. Yeah. Uh, so we sat down with him uh, and did, just had a conversation with him. Uh, it was him being Stephen Williams, the singer. Yeah. and. Jesse Proctor is the drummer and also usually produces it and plays yeah. a billion instruments on it. The mastermind. Um, he's a mad scientist and a really sweet guy from the Northwest. He was in town and uh, I sat down with him just to talk about the record sweet. and um, they played some songs. There you go. And uh, it's really cool. I really, uh, I love all the stuff Jude uh, has put out. They always put on a yeah. great show, but I think this is a really special record. I really I hope people, uh, if you've seen his name around, I haven't checked him out. This is the, Isle of Sky, the single is out right now. Cool. On all the streamers. Um, so everyone, please check it out. It's such a good song. It's yeah. beautiful. And it's if you, fun. If you're having a hard time finding all this stuff, follow us on on the socials. And yep. you know, Jared's doing a great job managing. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. apologize for not being available. <laughs> I don't want I don't know. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I brought a I brought a therapist in. We're gonna actually talk through some shit. <laughs> oh, anyways, uh, here's the interview. Uh, I hope I hope you dig it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, check out uh, f- again three twenty nine uh, at Snug Harbor Thousand Dollar Movies opening for Mike Watt and April eighth Solis and Sweat Transfer and a bunch of great bands and acts are all gonna be at Petra's. That's right. Um, so hopefully we'll see you guys there. Come say hey and. Um, Thanks for listening. Here's a here's uh, our interview with Stephen and Jesse from Jude Moses. Take it away. Nope. Oh. We rolling. Um, cool. Yeah. Let's just saddle up and ride. Let's do it. Baby. Sunset. Jody, you open your beer. I was gonna wait until we're started. Yeah, we're started. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm here at Willora House Studio. Um, owned by and operated by brother Zach Looper. He's over there with the soundboard. We'll probably ask him to Google some stuff for us at some point um, in case we get in a debate here. Fact check. Uh, he's our fact checker. <laughs> oh, he's got it ready. Um, I'm here with uh, Stephen Williams. Say hi. Hi, guys. It's that way people know your voice. I don't, uh, I'm sure they're going to have a hard time telling the difference between you two. So, uh, <laughs> Jesse, and Jesse Proctor. Hello. Uh, to, uh, two parts of the indie folk warlords, uh, Jude Moses. Uh, how's it going, guys? Great. Yeah. Good so to happy here. to be here. Me too. We've had a lovely day so far, hanging out in the studio, and uh, just we're all enjoying a lovely, refreshing beverage. Uh, we don't have any sponsors, uh, though, for this, though, so we're not going to tell you what they are. <laughs> 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 um, so, fellas, you're back with your first full-length album since 2015. Mm-hmm. 
uh, with the exception of a couple of really great singles. Yep. Um, what what re- what reawoke the beast? Ooh. Um, well, you know, I just regular life kind of has always been tough to get out to Seattle and record. Yeah. So honestly, like the pandemic. As bad as it is. <laughs> and oh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> right. Uh, was kind of like, oh, well, no one's touring. No one's doing anything right now. So let's go out there and do it. And so, honestly, the pandemic was a big kind of motivator because there's no, at that point, there's no excuse. So, right. so I called Jesse up and I'm like, man, I think it's time. Let's do it. And he was like, all right, let's go. And so, books and flights and we did initially two weeks right mm-hmm. I and, think it was two weeks at first and we got Shay out there for a few days do some bass Kevin couldn't make it out there but then we did some guitars at his pad and um, then I came back for one more week yeah just to kind of do some touch-ups and nice final vocals and yeah so like a three-week total project pretty quick yeah, for that's us. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're here in Charlotte, mm-hmm. uh, but where they recorded it and uh, where Brother Jesse lives is it Tacoma now? Co- right, Tacoma. Yeah. yeah. So quite, quite some a gap to fill. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice, you know. I love doing records out of town because it kind of forces you to you're there to do the record, right. and you still got to hang and have a good time. But like, sure. it's not like oh hold on, I gotta go check on my dog real quick, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> was there? So we won't di- <clears throat> we won't die was the name of the. 2015 album it's a very killer album thank you um i i don't think there's any fat on it so every song's killer was it did you feel any kind of like pressure to follow it up or like when you were coming up with this batch of songs was there any like oh no does this is this is good or did you just kind of pretty confident to it i so i had like i had definitely had like uh some songs i was like i feel like these are pretty much complete and ready and then I had some half songs and then I had some demos and so the idea was like I really wanted instead of just like us recording songs I really wanted to bring Jesse into the production of it because he's obviously wonderful and amazing at production and Mm -hmm. songwriting and sonic stuff and so I just wanted to be like okay these are the songs what do you think and you know he would chop them up and slow it down, speed it up, change the key, and to get them to where we were both feeling really good about them. And I definitely, with this record, I was trying to like just open up more and like try stuff out of my comfort zone. And uh, I'm really happy with what came out of it. Yeah. No, it turned out killer. Um, but let's talk about We Won't Die. Legends and rumors abound. <laughs> About the amount of beer that was consumed during the recording process. <laughs> I hear there was an official count by the end of it. Yes. Uh, do you recall what the number was? Where, where, what was it? <laughs> I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cause is the cure on that one. Impossible to recollect. <laughs> we, you know, we had like a really cool process of, you know, getting up, making breakfast, and we would like clock in, go to work. And then at a hard five o'clock, oh, that was smart. <laughs> we would start cracking them open. Still working. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we we would put them away. Um, <laughs> was uh, 
Were you keeping track of individuals? Was there someone in the lead? Uh, (laughs) I could probably guess. (laughs) I think uh, me and Shay, we were neck and neck. Yeah. Uh, But Jesse was a close third. (laughs) I mean, 2015, that was like six years ago. So, yeah, I mean. Had a real Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa thing going on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a solid batting average. For sure. <laughs> um, well, since then, mm-hmm. um, you've, you know, as all of us have, done a lot of living. Uh, lots of tours, lots of shows. Um, the three of us toured together for a while, playing for a cat named John Mark McMillan. Um, and so I've got to roll with these guys a bunch, and we had some great times. Um, any favorite tour stories between then and now? Mm. What's what's one of yours? I, From the old days? The old days. Is it is the rumor true that before a Red Rocks concert that we were playing that you almost got kicked out? Yes. We um, <laughs> we were opening, John Mark was opening for Need to Breathe, and so we were all just, at, like, that's the show all the wives flew out to, so we were just grinning from ear to ear, and we, you know, lo- those big tours are usually, like, a long sound check so we're having to wait our turn and so me and jesse and it was a a common pattern of us to like (laughs) run off somewhere get into some trouble and then but this time we were like because the the venue is in like a national park so we just kind of went walking and then we started climbing up these rocks and just like you know taking in the the views and everything yeah, over the handrail i mean yeah oh yeah it, there was a clear sign <laughs> <laughs> do not enter this is a like you will be fined it was very clear please do not enter and as we would find though we just ignored it and uh yeah just the took Beatles played the there they probably climbed us and, stuff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then we we you know i think we got a text like town for sound check and so we were walking down and at this point it had warmed up, so we had like another layer on. So we had took our you know button ups off or whatever, and I was wearing a, a red shirt, and I think Jesse was wearing a blue shirt. But then we had our undershirts on at this point, and we were walking down, and there was a security guard running up to where we were, and his radio said, "There's one in red and one in blue." <laughs> Get him! <laughs> How amazing would it have been? If you guys didn't get to play the show, we could have maybe pulled it off without Steven, but Jesse played drums. Right. It's like, this is about to be like our bucket list. It's like, oh, we could have done it because we climbed on some rocks. I recall, uh, do you you remember uh, we played in San Francisco and you guys were on the roof? Oh yeah, that was, yeah. Another, that was another one of your expeditions. Forgot about that one. Yeah, why don't you tell that one? Oh, uh, I don't remember all the details, of course, but uh, yeah, we found a way to climb up on these roofs and you know, enjoying the scenery, of course. Beautiful city. The sun was setting, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we were property values were rising. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we may have been, you know striding galloping leaping a little bit here and there yeah we were we had no regard for anyone (laughs) under us just me stomping around yeah with massive boots on (laughs) just like 
thought I was Spider-Man up there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a guy hollered at us. And he's like, who's running on the roof? And I'm like, I think they ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw them, too. They went <laughs> We're going to go get them. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, that was the night I remember Jesse was like, I think I should join you, Moses. And I was like, okay. Oh, what was that? <laughs> it it's was... Like- yeah, we got yelled at by a stranger. I feel like we're closer now. Let's start a band. <laughs> I think we'll work well together. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you guys remember Willie's in Orlando? Oh boy, do I? Uh, That's it. That was the question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you're from Orlando, it was a really great little spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a few bars like that. We've like Willie's, and then what's the other one? Oh, in. Canton, 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 Ohio, Georgie's, George, Georgie's, Georgie's. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember they had like chicken and waffles. Zach, get your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they had chicken and waffles, but also they had like three dollars Sailor Jerry. <laughs> We're like, what is this place? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, always looking for the the little spots like that. That's like we should just post up here and I think there'll be an adventure. <laughs> right. Um. So after all that living, all the experience, time on the road, different mm-hmm. bands, uh, Jesse does a lot of studio work, so I play with all these other musicians. What was it like getting back together to do this record? Obviously, you've still been close, but like, let's sit down and do a record hardcore again over the course of a few weeks. Was it like easing back into a hot tub? Was it like a cold shower? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, did it feel like organic, I guess? Or Yeah, I mean... Was there any? Were you trying to recreate? <laughs> no, I, I think we won't die. wasn't even in my head. It was yeah. just like, let's. I think like yeah, your first day, you know, at least for me, I was just like, you know, this is the first time because Jesse had just well, you've been in this house for like a year, but yeah. he had uh, refinished his garage or not refinished, but refurbished, redid, mm-hmm. rebuilt his garage into a studio, so. We were both kind of like getting like in the groove of it a little bit, and after the first day, I was like, "Okay, we're we're off to the races." And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've known Jess for a while, and we've with touring, we would um, a lot of times we would be like sharing a hotel room, or we would like do all crazy stuff together, and so you know, it just felt like yeah, we like picked up where we started. Or where we left off. That's it. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, was there anything about the approach that felt different? Like, did you have more songs kind of fleshed out, or did you kind of go in a little more like we'll figure it out? Kind of a little bit of like I have some ideas. There's some parts, uh, but I'm not. I was literally I said I'm not married to any of this, and I think one thing that we kept saying over and over again was like, is what was the thing like? Is this is this intentional? Is this is this fit here? Is this work? Are we don't, let's not force something to work? Like I actually, there's a song on the record called Isle of Sky, and I had this hook idea, and it was very simple. And Jesse was like, "I think we should change it." And I was like, well, "What do you think we should change it to?" And he had a much better line, and I was like, "That's better." Yeah, and you that's know, great. not not being married to anything is so helpful. Yeah, it's really hard not to get demoitis. Oh, yes, <laughs> definitely. Demo ears for sure, yeah. Uh, and so we just wanted to make sure that oh, 
we also kept saying like, are we trying too hard? Yeah. And we would like work out a part and it just like over and over again for like an hour and like at the, it were like, hey, I don't think this is working because we're trying it too hard. Yeah. And they're like, okay, scrap it. And then we would start over again. And that was super helpful like to keep the, the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think this project had a little more ease to it overall though. I think we were just focused on kind of having fun and following like trying to be in the flow and follow that around. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's so hard sometimes to know like you know, we're hitting a wall with this song. Do we beat our head or beat our heads against the wall? We need to try another one for a day or are we going to have a breakthrough? Yeah. Right. And it's like when you're in that spot and you're just not feeling it, it's like the hardest decision to make, you know. Yeah. It's like are we close or do we need to pick this up another time? <laughs> for sure. I mean, I had this this the song called Kokoro. I had this wacky outro and immediately Jesse's like this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and we I think that was actually the first day and he started working out these new chords, changed the key, and had this really cool melody. And that next morning, like, before coffee, I, like, wrote some lyrics down, and we, like, just came out. So it just felt so natural and, like, not forced. And I was like, this feels good. And actually, that's one of my favorite parts on the record is because actually we scrapped all the piano stuff and then all, like, just my... I did like a vocal pad chord thing underneath the melody and that was the hardest thing <laughs> I've ever done. Yeah. I was so brain dead. Cause Jesse's like, wrong, <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand why you can't do this. <laughs> do you want me to Google it for you? <laughs> I, I thought it happens to me a lot, but did it come up at all with this session where, you were like, well, let's just start today with this one because it'll be an easy A, and then it ends up being the hardest song on the planet. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Which yeah. song was that? Well, it, it kind of depends on what we were doing with the song. Like, for example, there was this song, there is a song called The Multicolored Beast. Yeah. And I, when Shay came in, we were going to start with that one because it was like, this will be an easy A. Like, mm. you'll knock it out of the park. <laughs> and a little bit of a struggle, and then we're like, well, let's just come back to it. And we would start another song, knock it out, knock it out, knock it out. And then we'd keep coming back to Multicolored Beast. And it just never worked until the very end of the day, we finally got it to work. And it was, the bass is like, on that song in particular, is my favorite. Oh, yeah. He's really, <laughs> he's got something to prove on that one. Right. <laughs> but the best way is so great and hooky, but yeah. also like groovy. But like, all right, they let the, you got to let the bass player have a, have a run on at least one song. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, there's Shay all over that one. And he, he yeah. It. Um, so let's do a song. Okay. Uh, which one? Uh, tell us about what. Which one you want to do first here? Let's start with. I like this one, the park, because this was actually a song that wasn't one of the main ones we were going to do. We actually finished drums and bass on all the other songs, and Shay was. It was like his second day we had a, he had two more days there and i was like well let's let's open up these demos and we found this song and jesse was like stoked about it and so we laid it down and that was actually one of the ones drums and bass they recorded it together mm. yeah. um, which is it's always the best situation yeah yeah absolutely to record live 
So let's uh, let's do this one. Okay. Well, here's the park by Jude Moses. One, two, three, four. Can we go to the park and walk all around in the and the Park off the upcoming album by Jude Moses. Uh, what's the name? What's the name of the new album? The new album is called The Beauty. The Beauty. I should have written that down. <laughs> I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to guess. <laughs> <laughs> the Beauty coming out on Earth Day. Earth Day. Yes. Yeah. Um, lyrically, I think because I know you. Usually, I know what your songs are about, but they also like there's a lot of like in a great way. You have some literal stuff, but also a lot of poetry. Um, do you find this record is lyrically a lot different? The themes seem to be 
but mm. like, what do you think? I think lyrically, I over the course of my you would call music career, lyrics kind of mean. And this sounds bad, but mm. mean less and less yeah. to me. Uh, heard a lot of great songwriters say that. Well, it's just there's like, two camps. You're right. <laughs> well, like when I listen to a new song, the lyric is going to be like a third listen. Mm. If, like I'm listening to the music first and the melodies, and then like by the third listen, I'm like, oh, this is what they're saying. Gotcha. And so for me, I try to, I took a little pressure off myself to like try to write something that was like, you know, Bob Dylan esque. Like this is going to blow people's minds because I don't. That kind of pressure, I can't live with. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, can. I just, I kind of just wrote out some stuff that was feeling important to me, but not being like heavy about it. And you know, especially like the love songs are more like, you know, a reflection of our real life. Mm-hmm. Like you've uh, gotten in between these two albums, you've gotten hitched. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Um, like, for don't, example... Don't a lot of growing up. Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, the uh, Isle of Sky is, like, basically a, a song that's talking about the the adventure of, you know, going to, like, for example, the Isle of Sky in the Highlands or in your backyard, mm. you know. Like, it, there's adventures out there and at home. Right. And that's what that, you know, that's really that was important to me. And it, it feels good to sing about. Yeah. You know, did any of the other band members contribute lyrics at all? Uh, there's a few times we, we workshopped a few things. Nice. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I just tell them when it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We would go to, you know, uh, what's it called? Rhymezone.com. Or a thesaurus. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rhymes. <laughs> I just like love the idea that some guy's like, I got a great idea for a website, <laughs> <laughs> and it is very useful. But he's like, gonna call it rhymes. <laughs> like, Maybe you should have got your thesaurus out for that. One. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of really great solos and hooks on the album. Mm. Were any of those kind of like beating your head against the wall, or do you feel like they all were coming kind of naturally? Mm. One in particular. Multicolored Beast. Mm. We wrestled that guitar part for a long time. Oh, yeah. It's such a great hook. Yeah, Kevin wrote all that kind of riffy, fast stuff up top. Uh-huh. And we were struggling with, like, how it feels and the tone and everything. And eventually, turn, like, put the classical nylon string on it, on that line. And mm-hmm. I think it landed it a lot better. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, It. it's, like I was saying before, it's like we would... I might have had a line before, and we might have workshopped it. Like, if, yeah, some some went through the filter, and some came out on the other side, and or others yeah. changed. But Kevin wrote a lot of awesome hooks because that's what he does. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah, he's a monster with that stuff. And yeah, he he did like the Kokoro stuff, uh, like that on the chorus there, and then yeah, like uh, Multicolored Beast, and then I wrote a few, and Jesse wrote a few. Um, yeah, I mean, really hook heavy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know that was my main takeaway from listening through it a few times today. I'm like, there's just every song's got a hook, and like, a, you know, that seems like it should be this crazy thing, but it's not always the case, right? <laughs> um, 
were there any albums or bands you were kind of referencing a lot during the sessions? Because I know sometimes we're like, mm-hmm. like, oh, what if this is more Talking Heads or this, or, you know? For sure. What were you guys kind of well, anchoring on this one? You know, G. Moses is always going to be the poor man's Fleet Foxes. Yeah. And that's just a given. But with this one, especially with the harmonies in particular, they were they leaned more uh, mid-lake. Oh, yeah. Um, just those really tight, whereas like Fleet Foxes, that very chamber-wide harmony, mm-hmm. were these a little bit tighter. And, yeah, mid-lake was a massive inspiration for those. And then, like, the Multicolored Beast song, like Krungbin, like oh, yeah. those guitar parts, those really fast kind of worldly stuff. Yeah, super was, interesting. Yeah. That was a big influence. And then... Any other ones that kind of jump out to you? Not specifically. Do you cool. still listen to music, Jesse? <laughs> I do. Do you yeah. enjoy music? Yeah. <laughs> you kids Some, like reggae, you sometimes. said. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my kids fall asleep to Bob Marley every night. <laughs> um, Jesse, I would like to say welcome back to the South. Thank you so much. Uh, when's good. the last time? It's 2017, last time you were here, maybe? I think so. Give or take. Yeah, it's yeah. been a few years. It's been a while. Um, anything that you forgot that how much you hated about being here? It's not summer, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's not too hot. That's uh, that's the main thing. <laughs> the mosquitoes aren't here yet. Right. It's important. Um, so this album was recorded in North Carolina and in Washington State. So I thought um, I like to always do a lightning round where we ask some uh, this or that style questions. Uh, they're all right or wrong answers, um, <laughs> <laughs> decided by me. <laughs> um, so I thought it'd be fun for this one to do a, uh, you know, south, southeast versus northwest lightning round. Mm. Um, got a few topics here, a few questions, and um, then we'll close it out with another song. And uh, any closing statements? Got it. Um, <clears throat> okay, we ready? Ready for this? You feel emotionally, spiritually prepared? Are we doing like turn taking? Or um, we both answer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to go with your favorite. Absolutely. (laughs) That's all I go through in my life, and it's served me pretty well (laughs) up to this point. Um, Okay, question one. Uh, Chili cheese slaw dog versus the Seattle street dog with cream cheese and grilled onions. Oh, I mean, I'd I'd take the Seattle dog, but... Ooh. (laughs) Yes. I'll take the the Seattle dog. Yeah, you know... It's like how a bumblebee shouldn't scientifically be able to fly. Right. That's how... When someone first told me about the Seattle dog... I was like, what nonsense is this? <laughs> and then you have one of some random dude on the street, and right. you're like, oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs> it is a, it's a pretty perfect bite. I it is say. good. Okay, one point to uh, Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Nirvana or R.E.M.? I'm going to go with Nirvana. They did some early albums in the Charlotte area, so we can claim them. Yeah. Uh, R.E.M., that is not Nirvana. Nirvana too. Yeah. Really? Wow, Stephen, I thought you'd be an REM guy. I, you know, they play mandolin on some songs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to go Nirvana too, but it's a very, it's a close one for me. It's yeah, neck and neck. We'll give that's a tie. Yeah, uh, Macklemore or Outcast? Outcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we all agree. On that yeah. One. Uh, NASCAR or urban hiking? <laughs> Can't answer this and sound good either way. <laughs> I know you're kind of pinned. <laughs> Explain what urban hiking is, as you did to me my first time in Seattle. <laughs> uh, 
It's very it's self explanatory. <laughs> Walking around the city. Yeah. It it rolls off the tongue weird, but it makes sense. I mean when you're yeah. in New York walking eight miles, you're hiking. Sure. Right. <laughs> you just get dumplings every other block. Um uh, humidity that crushes your soul are months of little to no sunlight. <laughs> That's rough. Uh I would prefer the months of no sunlight really? over this humidity. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Jesse? Yeah, if we're talking about Seattle levels of sunlight, that's fine. This, yeah, this is oh. You can get those well, happy lights inside. I guess the different right, so you can get the sad lamps. <laughs> we don't have the humidity equivalent to that. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, yeah, exactly. Air conditioning. We, we have yeah. nothing to combat yeah, the alcoholic <laughs> Right. <laughs> Uh, well, I think uh, Seattle might. Nah, that was a close one. We'll call it a tie. Um, as as with this way more Seattle. <laughs> we'll I think Outcast got it. Yeah, they get five points for right. for, <laughs> for riding the all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, but you know, much like uh, this record, you know, the, the two parts, the two coasts work together. Mm. Um, well, I appreciate you guys talking to me, uh, carving out some time while you're here. Yeah. Um, any other closing statements about the record you'd like to say at all? Well, I just, I'll say that the beauty is a, a love letter to this one planet that we have and the relationships we have in it. And we only have one planet and we have the people that we love and it's, it's for them. And, uh, I guess the last song, the beauty, the chorus is, I want to see the world, the beauty of the world with you. And it's literally, it says the world in you, meaning like with this plan that we have with our friends and just kind of the feeling of the whole thing for me. It's, it's what we have and let's enjoy it awesome. and be present. Let's close it out with one more song. Let's do it. Kokoro. Uh, Kokoro. I believe. You want uh, anything you want to say about this tune, and we'll uh, play, play us out. Kokoro is the, the Japanese word for when your your mind and your body and your spirit are one. And lyrically, in the verses, there's themes of like, you know, like the thing, like the little science stuff we've seen in school of like. You know, when an animal dies and it, it decomposes and gives back to the earth and, you know, or, or the, the water cycle that, you know, the, the water goes down to the sea and then is evaporated back up and it goes to the top of the mountain. It's kind of how it all works together. And uh, that's what that what Coco is about. That's beautiful. All, all together. I had no idea. I wanted yeah. to ask. I thought it was a character from uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, the new album, The Beauty by Jude Moses, mm -hmm. is out April 22nd. Is that right? Yes, 22 sir. on Earth Day. Uh, and so check it out. It's going to be on all the streamers. And it's coming out on vinyl eventually. Yep. There's a very long wait list for vinyl currently uh, yeah. on this day. But it will be out soon. Um, Jude Moses is on the Instagram and mm -hmm. all that. So check them out. We'll have links for it below. Um, yeah, thanks Thanks for chatting, guys. Yeah. Here's, here's Kokoro. Are you ready, Jesse? Ready. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three. <laughs>
Tangled hair and crack tools, we will roam with a whisper. 